I'm Kerry Fink, and welcome to today's edition of Kingdom Living Podcast from Glenn Reppel, the author and founder of the Reppel Minute, which has been serving the kingdom uh, literally nonstop <laughs> since 2006 with those daily morning minutes of inspiration that helps you uh, appropriate kingdom living. And Glenn, uh, this whole kingdom living series has come out of what God gave you in the REPL Minute as like an extension, but also helping people really gather up and understand how God sees us in the correct way. Well, it is, Carrie. That's so true, is that most of us uh, <laughs> think of us as sinners, <laughs> but, but we want to really help people understand their identity of who they are. And what you said is how God sees them. And so it's just so important. That's been the whole purpose, I would say, of, of doing these, uh, these Kingdom Living series is, is, is to identify who we are in Christ. And we're yeah. going to be talking more about that today. You know, and Glenn, as you're mentioning that, I think that is probably how out of your work in, uh, in developing the REPL Minute, which encourages thousands and tens of thousands of people uh, globally, because it's something that people have gotten used to reading over the years. It's a quick, inspiring, biblically motivational uh, kind of message that comes up Monday through Friday. A lot of people get it in their inbox. Some people read it on, well, many people actually read it on Facebook or, or uh, they watch the video on YouTube or so many come directly to thereppleminute.com to access it. But I remember out of that whole experience comes this book that you wrote that kind of um, becomes another chapter in the whole story, Fraud, What God Has to Say About the Tactics of the Enemy. And as we've been exploring all of these themes in the Kingdom Living series, you know, we go back to uh, all these things where the enemy's tactic is to trick you uh, out of understanding how God sees you. And that's why these last couple of episodes that we've been talking about in the Kingdom Living series, and I want to encourage you, especially if you're new to the series, everything Everything is available to you absolutely free of charge. It is archived. It is there. It's available for you on demand when you're ready to access it at the repleminute.com, at the repleminute YouTube page, the repleminute Facebook page. And you can actually go back. And last week we had a topic that was absolutely so important uh, called Who I Am in Christ. And Glenn, as you were going through, uh, what I call those affirmations, which really many of them uh, are taken directly from the from the the closing pages of this book, where you have this appendix called "Who I Am in Christ." And as you were doing that, we're just going to take it to a whole nother level with today's topic. So I'm so excited to have us get started with that. Oh, Carrie, it is, and, and as as we spoke last last time too is. Uh, I built uh, the I am's every time I heard an I am, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, uh, whatever it is. And, and, and again, we have what uh, six or seven pages of single space pages in the back of the book in the appendix of all the different I am's. And we just want to challenge because what I would do is I would use my, my cell phone. And every time I, I go, uh, Oh, there's another, I am someone speaking or a sermon or I'm reading something or, or the Holy spirit would just reveal something. That's another, I am. I started writing them down. And, and then we came to starting uh, writing the book. Uh, uh, I go, wow, this, this is an important part. So we, I want to challenge uh, the viewers uh, to, to write your IMs that begin thinking about 
who you are in Christ. So what we're going to be doing today, and again, I, I like to go through this because it, it's foundational to who we are uh, as, as we begin uh, the teachings today, because today's teaching, I just think, is, is off the chart, is the word we're going to be going with, with, with our thinking here, is that uh, it's important, we, and we just answer these questions because they're so fundamental, but which is greater and more powerful, what you see or what you don't see? And we know that the unseen created uh, the spiritual world, God is spirit, we worship him in spirit and in truth, he created this seen world. So the unseen is, is greater and more powerful than, than, than the seen world. And then another question is, which is greater and more powerful, a fact or the truth? Well, we just learned the truth that the unseen is greater than the fact of what you see. And God is truth. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And truth is reality. The reality is the spirit world is real. It is the truth. And we can have facts and Hey, I, the fact is I've got a pain, I've got cancer, I've got diabetes, I've, I've got a, an issue. But the truth is by his stripes, by the blood of Jesus on the cross, you are healed. You are healed. And, and then, you know, which is greater, more profit? Your feelings are faith. Our faith. And again, faith is stepping out, trusting and believing. And we know faith always is greater than our feelings. And we learn to walk by faith. Oh, it, it just it's just so exciting. We see God moves. He moves when we step out in faith. Now, here's one, too. Which is greater, more powerful, death or life? And again, they both are powerful. They both are because, because, because in the power of our tongue, we can speak death or life. But God spoke life and he gave us the choice. So life is greater than death. And we're called to life. And so the question that we've always asked, we, we do this every time uh, we're, we're, we're presenting and teaching, because it's so important that we get this. Uh, this this idea, we, we have to understand this because uh, this question is, what are the three greatest historical events ever, 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 ever? What are the three greatest? Because we look at current history of what's going on. We think, oh, and, and the question is, why is all this going on? Well, when you answer this question here, you'll know why it's going on. So what are the three greatest historical events ever? Well, we have to understand that the first uh, his, uh, first event was creation. God spoke into existence, let there be light. And he created, he spoke God. God spoke his word into existence. And we were created in his image and we are spirit life is in the spirit so spirit again is unseen so the unseen created the seen and and so with that creation we're made in his image and his likeness and we're in the same class we're we're in his family we got we need to understand that we'll be talking more about that so so the next 
greatest historical event was, well, he created Adam and Eve and, and breathed life into Adam. And how did that work out? Because he gave man choice and he had fellowship and relationship. And Adam was a spirit being in, in, a, in the flesh. He had a body. And, and there is no sin. There is no death. Uh, he was an eternal being. His body was not intended to die. His spirit was not intended to die. But he said, if you eat from this tree, you will surely die. And he chose and was tempted uh, by the enemy, Satan. And he, and he agreed with Satan and chose to rebel against the God that created everything. And so what happened is death came in. And so death came in. And so he rebelled against uh, God. And we have the kingdom of darkness, the satanic rule of the prince of this world. And, and Carrie, this is what we're born into. This, this, this was our father. And, and that's hard to say, but he was our father. When we're born, we're born into this world. We're born into the kingdom of darkness. And so with that, uh, and, and, and again, through this fall, this rebellious, treasonous act that, that caught, was caused by Adam in, in the garden, death came in. So when did death start? When did sickness and disease start? It started then. And so selfishness came in. So, so we don't, Carrie, I didn't have to be trained to be selfish. <laughs> that, 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 that just, you know, that's a part of the kingdom of darkness. And so, so we, and, and I have to be trained to be angry and bitter and, and jealous. All these things were things that happened. So I didn't have to be trained in guilt and shame and pain and come in inferiority complex and orphan spirit. See, that orphan spirit was inherited because, because we're looking for our father. We want to be restored back rejection and injustice. These are the things that are that are coming from the prince of this world, Satan. It's the satanic role. It's the principle. It's the economic. Uh, it's the systems of this world. And hopefully this will help people understand the Bible that much more because the word of God is alive. It's real. And thanks be to God that, that through... Uh, and, and judgment is, is that people are living in the fear of judgment. But thanks be to God, the, God, the third and greatest uh, 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 historic event is redemption, that God redeemed us and brought us back and recreated us into uh, his image and likeness again. And he restored us so that we have life in the spirit. See, because when Adam disobeyed and rebelled in, in the treasonous act, uh, we died in the spirit. We died also physically. We've got to understand we are meant to be spirit beings. We lost that. And we have we had eternal judgment uh, with the kingdom of darkness because our father was the devil. Now we have redemption through the blood of Jesus Christ to those who receive 
him and believe in him and trust in him as as lord we confess him as lord uh he become he enters into us so we are new and he said on the cross it is finished so that means he took everything on the cross and that means healing now and and we need we need to understand it's not only our salvation out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God, but it's also healing too. So the kingdom of God entered in back to man. And so what happens here we are 2000 years later, but we're born again. So how, we're born again into the spirit. So that spirit comes back carried into our lives. And so, so that spirit is alive in us. And so what we see is we have his love and in, in, in the Holy Spirit. So people are baptized in water. But when we are baptized into Christ, uh, because in the Bible, Paul asked, what, what, what baptism did you receive? And, and when we receive the baptism into the Spirit, we can be put into a pool and we're washed with the water, but we have the indwelling water living in us through the Holy Spirit. That's different. And that's when the power and the victory that we have in Christ Jesus. We find that our worry and fear poison our bloodstream, but we have the faith in Lord Jesus Christ. He purifies our, our, our bloodstream and the Holy Spirit gives us authority over sin, sickness, and disease and death. And so, so what happens, uh, this is the power that we have in the Holy Spirit. And that's going to be revealed to us through, through the Holy Spirit revealing uh, to us his word and the word of God. And, and Carrie, you know this because I, I just love, I lo we love the word of God. And it's so much fun to be doing what we're talking about here because uh, we're going to be, we're, this is not an opinion talk show. <laughs> this is uh, as as the people that watch this they know that basically we're we're just quoting and reading exactly the word of god uh and again it'll be in different versions because a lot of times he's revealing new things to us and and we're, we're starting to grasp uh what he's really teaching us to so what happens here uh and in colossians 1 verse uh, verse 13 he has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the son of his love. So we've come, that's what redemption is. And so many of the, the teachings we've done teach us about this. So what we're going to be talking about today, and I just love, I just really like what we're talking about because, because we've been raised so many times that I'm a sinner, I'm a sinner. Well, no, what we are, I am a saint and we need to get this. I am a saint. And so with this, and we're going to be looking at the scriptures because so it's hard because uh, I know in some of the teachings I've done in the past, I used to have people in classes just stand up and say, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Now I'm so fired up over this. I am a saint. And I think, think that that has, uh, it just makes so much sense. So let's look at some of the scriptures here that defines and what the word of God is saying about who we are, that we're saints, because somehow we've identified that sainthood is something that happens when we die and we're, we're, we're appointed saints. No, it's now. So let's look at the scriptures and see what's happening here. And this, this is in Ephesians uh, chapter 1, verse 4 and 5, and I use two different translations here on, on the different verses here. So even as in his love, he chose us, 
actually, look at this, actually picked us out for himself as his own. That's his own church. In Christ, when? Before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy. Holy means saints, saints consecrated and set apart for him and blameless in his sight, even above reproach before him and love. And then that's the AMPC. And then we have in verse five, the, the passion translation for he foreordained us, destined us, destined, planned in love for us to be adopted, revealed as his own children through Christ Jesus in accordance with now, here's his purpose in accordance with the purpose of his will. A lot of people want to know what is his will. Well, his will is that we become his children in accordance with the purpose of his will because it pleased him and was his, his kind intent. His intent is he knew Adam and Eve was going to rebel, but he also knew that Jesus was going to come and redeem all mankind that could trust the Lord Jesus. So again, this is why it's important that we understand the three greatest historical events, because he knew this before he formed and created everything and spoke it into existence. And so that he wanted us to be his children. He gave us the right to choose. So let's look at some additional scriptures here. I am a saint. And then when Jesus Christ on the cross, he says, he said, it's finished. He's saying, hey, we're saint. The sainthood has happened. And the scriptures uh, are filled with the word saint, uh, depending on the version you read from either nine, 90 to is more, more than 200 times the word saint is is, 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 is in the scriptures. I'm just going to pull out a couple of these, a few of these. And this again, this is in Romans 1, verse 7 in the Amplified. Uh, to you then, all God's beloved ones in Rome, what do we call Called to be saints and designated for a consecrated life. Grace and spiritual blessings and peace be yours from our, our God, our Father, and from the Lord Jesus Christ. And then in Ephesians 1, verses 1 and 2, uh, Paul an apostle, and I, I, I'm just, I'm into Ephesians right now, just really loving it. Paul an apostle, special messenger of Christ Jesus the Messiah, by the divine will, the purpose, and the choice of God, to the saints, Gary, to you and I, the consecrated, set apart ones, we're set apart at Ephesus, who are also faithful and loyal and steadfast in Christ Jesus. May grace, God's unmerited favor, and spiritual peace, which means peace with God and harmony, unity, and un undisturbedness, be yours from God, our Father, and from the Lord Jesus Christ. So again, many times when Paul's writing, he's writing to the saints. He's writing to the redeemed. He's writing to those people that received Jesus Christ as Lord, the believers, the disciples of Christ, those trusting in the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let's look at another, I am a saint. And, and I really like this because when I saw this a few years ago, I go, wow, uh, the mystery. This is Colossians 1 verse 26 in, in the AMPC and the verse 27 in the NIV. Uh, 
And then, then I'm going to go down into the Passion Translation here to, to talk about the mystery, the mystery of which was hidden for ages and generations from angels and men, but is now revealed to his, what? Holy people, the saints. So the revelation of God comes to us because the people that are living on that red line, living, they're living by their five senses. And by the, by the way, those three historical events are spiritual events. They're spiritual events. They're not five senses events. Yeah, he created the earth. We can see that. But the spirit died. We died in the spirit and, and we've been redeemed back in the spirit. And our heavenly father is spirit. Uh, so that's verse 26 to in verse 27, the NIV to them, God has chosen to make known to make known among the Gentiles, the glorious riches of this mystery. And this is the verse I like, which is Christ in who you us carry the hope of glory. Christ in us, the hope of Well, when I heard that and again, I go, wow. Christ in us. And this is revealed to us, uh, the redeemed, the believers. And then in the Passion Translation, the same verses, there's a divine mystery, a secret surprise that has been concealed from the world for generations, but now has been revealed, unfolded, and manifested for who? Every holy believer to experience, to experience living carry within you and I living within you is the Christ who floods you with the expectation of glory. This mystery of Christ embedded within us becomes a heavenly treasure chest of hope filled with the riches of glory for his people. And God wants what? Everyone to know it. He wants everyone to be his children. Oh, this is powerful. There's a, this mystery. God is not just out there. We're going to see this here in a second here. And it's just, it's, it's just exciting. I am a saint. So th this graphic here is, is really important, I, I think, because it just really shows uh, that I am a saint, is that, that Jesus Christ, God sent Jesus Christ to earth to redeem the world, to reconcile us, to make us righteous, to make us saints. And so man need to, to enter into God's presence, we had to go through the blood of Jesus, through the cross to redeem us. And he gave us salvation and complete healing and restoration. That's what we were, that's the was, and who I am now in Christ. And we just see the embracing of our Lord Jesus Christ, accepting us, not by anything, our, our righteousness, our sainthood isn't by anything, Carrie, that we've done. It's by the blood of Jesus Christ. So it's not our behavior. It's not about our past. So when we say I am insane, that's not saying I didn't do anything wrong. Uh, that, that was my past. And, and inside of this, what I'm, I'm honoring Jesus Christ for what he did on the cross to redeem us, to bring us into God's presence. Because to enter into his presence, we've got to be spotless and co covered with the blood of Jesus to enter in as the high priest to come in and to worship him and to enter into his presence as our father. And he loves us and accepts us. And, and as you know, these are just such 
core staple scriptures here that's so important for everybody to just get into their, their soul, into their mind, to renew their mind, is 2 Corinthians uh, uh, 5, verses 17, and we're going to do 21 there. Therefore, if, if anyone is what? In, 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 in Christ, the new creation has come. The old is gone. The new is here. And then also in the Amplified, therefore, if anyone is in Christ that is grafted in, joined to him by faith. And again, that's that saying to it. Is grafted in him as Savior. He is a new creation. They're, they're, they're saints. Reborn. So we're reborn, much like Jesus was born through the Spirit and, 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 and implanted the sperm into Mary was the spirit. We're reborn in the spirit. The old things, the previous moral and spiritual condition has passed away. Behold, the new things have come because spiritual awakening brings new life, new birth, sainthood. So, and again, so, so, and then in 2 Corinthians 5, 21, God made him, which is on the cross, him, Jesus, who had no sin to be sinned, for all mankind, so that in Jesus Christ, we might be made the saints, the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So he came to earth to redeem mankind back from the fall, what was lost, bring, to bring the Holy Spirit to live in mankind. So we are spirit beings. Now, this next scripture is one that we've done many times, but it just, it just, I, I, I don't think we can get enough of this because of what's going on in the media, in the news, and even many times in, in our fellowship places that we worship at, there's such, the enemy wants to divide. He wants to divide marriages. He wants to divide families. He wants to divide business partners. He, he wants to cause conflict. And inside of this, uh, I am a saint with a new created life. And this is Colossians verse, uh, chapter 3, verses 10 and 11 in the Passion. And for, for we've acquired new creation life, which is continually being renewed into the likeness of the one who created you, giving you the full. Here's this revelation knowledge again. This revelation knowledge only comes through those that are saints. It's not going to come from our five senses because we're going to read the Bible uh, like a history book. And we're going to know everything and every detail of everything happened. But the revelation knowledge, what does this really mean? And again, it's revealing who the Father is through the Son. And the Holy Spirit is teaching us what Jesus really is, what he suffered for us. And that, that we're made in his image. We can't get that, that we're spirit beings. Uh, that's the, the five senses doesn't get that. And in this new creation life, this is so important. Your nationality makes no difference. Your ethnicity makes no difference. Your education makes no difference, nor your economic sense. They matter nothing. For it is Christ that means everything as he lives where? In every one of us. So this was written to the saints. This was not written to, to the people on the red line. This is written to carry to you and I yesterday as it is today. It's the same. And so I am a spirit being made in the image and likeness of God. And we're in the family of God. We're, we're children of God. Our nationality is the kingdom of God. Our and ethnicity is in the family as a child of God. The wisdom, seen again, 
the knowledge of God is so, so great. As we understand the knowledge, he gives us the wisdom to understand the knowledge and the creation that comes with that. And our economic status, our daddy owns it all. Our father owns it all. We're heirs of God and joint heirs. He created it all and we are his. And so it's just so neat to receive all of his love. So here's a scripture that really impacted me recently. And I go, whoa, because these are things that we sometimes, and again, the whole book fraud is to get rid of the lies to bring in the truth of God, of what he wants. So who I am in Christ, I am a saint. And so the scripture here is in, in John uh, chapter three, verse 13. And we went through this in the last uh, teaching, but but it's worth repeating these things because some, I know for me, it takes me seven, eight, nine, ten 10 times to really get it. And then every time, and then sometimes even in these teachings and read these scriptures, we may be teaching something, but the Holy Spirit is showing you something totally different in, in this word here. But in, in this, in, uh, in John 3, no one has risen into the heavenly realm except the Son of Man, look at this, who also exists in heaven. So he came in flesh, but he also was in spirit. So, we, so, and again, this is the teaching that Jesus is teaching. These are his words to Nicodemus. And, and this is in the Passion Translation, and the footnote here is so neat because this is teaching a truth that we have a hard time grasping in our five senses. So this is revelation. It's going to show this to you. Jesus shared a mystery, a mystery with Nicodemus, because he said, how can a man be born again? I've already been born, but, but we got to be born in the spirit. While he was on the earth ministering, Jesus was also, now look, he was also in heaven, in the spirit realm, being in two places at the same time is also the privilege given to every believer. So Jesus was heavenly and on earth. And so heaven is open. We have to understand we are at the same time we are. And again, the scriptures talk about this. We are at the same time seated with Christ in the heavenly realm, but also living our life on earth to please him. What a great footnote. That explains it. And, it, and, and, it, and we're going to see the evidence of this with some of the scriptures. So this is what it means to be in Christ. In, in, in the realm of the spirit, heaven and earth are one. Jesus was telling Nicodemus that only those who are seated in the heavenly realm will understand that this spiritual truths. So it's heaven, it's, it's the divine nature of God living inside of us. So here's some of these scriptures that, uh, that, that are footnoted here uh, in, in, in the Passion Translation. And so who I am in Christ, I am a saint. And, and we read in, in Ephesians 2 verse 6, he raised us up. Now look at this, this just, I, here I'm just reading this, the, the, uh, now reading with with understanding and some passion, because I believe this. He raised us up with Christ, the exalted one, and we ascended with him into the glorious perfection and authority of the heavenly realm. For we are where? We are now, now, now co-seated as one with Christ. That's not later. That's now. Uh, and that happened. We died with Christ. We rose with Christ. We're seated with him now. So we got to understand 
we are spirit beings because we've been born again. Heaven is open. Heaven's living inside of us now as we're living in this body here. We're seated within, and he's given us the power and authority uh, to reign and rule here on earth. Satan has been defeated. We are masters over Satan. We have teachings on that we've gone through. So here's another scripture that we just footnoted there too. And this is Colossians 3, verses 1 through 4. Christ's resurrection is what? Our, our resurrection too. This is why we are to yearn for all that is above. For That's where Christ sits enthroned at the place of our honor and authority. Yes, feast, feast, feast on the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill our thoughts with heavenly realities and not with the distractions of the natural five senses realm that we, 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 we want to get our facts. What we're speaking here is truth. We're speaking spiritual truths here. Your crucifixion, your crucifixion with Christ, Carrie, you and I are with Christ, was severed, has severed the tie to the five senses. We can see the five senses, but now we have the senses of the heavenly realm. We see with spiritual eyes. We hear with spiritual We taste. We taste and see that the word of God is good. We want to feed on the word of God. and severed the tie to this life, and now our, our true life is hidden away in Christ. And as Christ himself is seen for who he really is, who you really are will also be revealed. See, this is so important, will be revealed for you are now one with him in his glory. So this is the revealing, and this one's important. We just go through these scriptures over and over and over because as I even say, boy, I, I get the goosebumps just reading it because it, it is so powerful. So as we went through in our last uh, teaching, some of the who I am's, and again, who I am in Christ, I am a saint. I am a saint. And again, this is in the, as, as Carrie talked about in the opening, in, in the back of the book, uh, there are six, seven, eight pages of just who I am's. And, and these I am's, you need to write your own I am's down. Uh, I am a fountain of life because of the righteousness of Christ in me. I am the tree of life, grace. I'm the tree of life, grace, not the tree of good and evil law. Because it's by grace that we've been saved through faith in the truth and the reality of what God did in loving us to redeem us through Jesus Christ with the Holy Spirit living in us now. I am a tree of life. What are we doing? My mouth brings life to others. I speak life into others because God's word does not return void. I'm a wise son. I harvest in the summer. I am a spring. I'm a spring of river, river flowing with living water out of which flows life-giving words of healing, affirmation, hope, love, forgiveness, and healing. I am righteous. I am righteous by the blood of Jesus Christ. I'm seated at the right hand of God in Christ Jesus. These are all I am. I am. I am free. What Christ has set free 
is free indeed. We're not in bondage to the prince of this world. We've been set free. We've been redeemed. And, and, and we have life. We have abundant life now. Not later. We have it now. I am a good tree. I bear the fruit of righteousness. I bear the fruit of the spirit in Christ Jesus. I'm not limited by the natural, by the five senses, because the supernatural Christ lives in me through the Holy Spirit. And in another list, I am redeemed. Now, this is good. I am redeemed, brought back to my natural, original value, because we've been recreated. We've been recreated back into the Spirit. I am of God and have overcome him, Satan. I am a new creation with the life of God living in me. I am the disciple Jesus loves. I am the disciple Jesus loves. I'm a masterpiece. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm beautiful, vibrant, and young. I'm salt. I'm accepted by God. Now, this, this is what man can reject me but God has totally accepted, accepted me. There's no spirit of rejection in me. Now, this is important because man can reject you, but understand, he's not the one who accepted you. God's the one who accepts us. He doesn't reject. He accepts us. Man's out there, and that's a part of the satanic prince of the world. He's wanting to have rejection in our lives. And he's, want, he's wanting, he want, wanting us to, uh, to be rejected by man and carry that spirit of, of, of rejection inside of us. And that spirit of offense. Offense is happening so much right now across the world with the news, with everything. We're offending one. But man cannot offend me because they're not the ones that accepted me. God is the one that accepts us. And so we want to receive the acceptance of what he's done and how much he loves us through sending Jesus Christ to redeem us. So I'm talented. We are anointed. That's a part of the anointing that, that some of the verses we talked about. We're carrying that ordination, that anointing. We are priests. You know, we've been trained that the priests are the ones standing in the We are priests. The word of God has, we have the anointing through the Holy Spirit, and we're all kings and priests here on earth. And I am blessed. I am royalty. I wear the robe of righteousness and have the signet ring that tells me I am a member in the family of God. And I am a love letter from God. The word of God lives in us. And as we close, one of the things that, that I think is really important that we understand here too is I am a saint and I have divine strength and health in Christ. And some of the people listening may be suffering some, from some sickness or pain. Uh, and it's important that we understand that, that what Jesus Christ took on the cross he has redeemed us and given us a look at this scripture because it's just so important. Isaiah 40, 31. But those who wait upon the Lord, Yahweh's grace, will experience divine strength and health. 
That's a part that went on here. They will rise up on soaring wings and fly like eagles, run the race without growing weary and walk through life without giving up. Their youth will be renewed. Their youth will be renewed. You see in Isaiah, so um, in this footnote, will grow new feathers like eagles, or they renew their strength. And the eagle has the longest lifespan. I mean, when we're burdened down with anxiety and worry and fear and the troubles and the division that's going on in the world, but when we understand who we are, that I am a saint, that I have the divine nature of God living in me, and greater is he who's in me than anything in this world, the strength, that gives us strength. And so what we want to do is quote the word of God back to those lies that are coming at us. And so it's really important that we know the divine nature of God is living in us. As we've closed uh, our, our, our teachings in the past, it's really important that we understand that to the saints, to the saints, to the believers, we have a declaration of our legal rights that we have. These are declarations that we can speak uh, and, and understand these are our rights uh, through our Father that he's given to us. I am a special race as a child of God, as a citizen in the kingdom of God in the body of Christ, in, in a kingdom of priests, where kingdoms of priests. I belong. I belong in the family. I can enter into God's presence boldly, boldly, not carry because of anything uh, you and I have done, but because of what Jesus Christ is. I enter in as a saint because my Father loves me and has redeemed me through Jesus Christ. I've been recreated into God's image and likeness of love. This is why it's important that we understand those three historical events. If we don't get those, we can't understand what we're talking about here, from creation through the fall to, through, to redemption. I manifest and experience heaven on earth now with righteousness, peace, and joy. The scriptures that we just went through identify this right now. I'm restored, redeemed, and recreated back with God the Father. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit living in me now. I have the word of God dwelling in me. I have the crown of righteousness on my head and wear the garment of praise, which is the robe, uh, the robe of righteousness. I have, legal, I have the legal rights and privileges to use the name of Jesus. We've done a teaching on that in March 16 is, is what that name does. I have the legal authority as a believer over over the principalities and powers of, of darkness, of the rulers of the kingdom of darkness. We have the power because we've been, the authority, all the authority of heaven has been given to us on earth as his children. Uh, and I have the, I have the uh, through the Holy Spirit living with the resurrected power to cast out demons and to lay hands on the sick and they are healed. Oh, it's the word of God is so powerful, Carrie, to God be the glory. And, and just pray that the people can hear, uh, hear these words. Because, uh, Carrie, this is not opinion. <laughs> this is the word of God. And we use multiple translations because I think that's uh, the way that he reveals his word through his people. We're just so thankful for, and, and to God be the glory, that, that this uh, these podcasts, these teachings just go out all over the world. Uh, so thankful.
You know, as we're talking about this, I keep thinking we titled the uh, the whole series is called Kingdom Living. And uh, for those of you that are familiar with Glenn's um, daily Monday through Friday REPL Minute, you typically use the title Kingdom Living Is, and then there's a uh, something that follows. Kingdom Living is Strength, Kingdom Living is, and it goes on from there. And Glenn, as you're talking about it, I kept having this sense that you know, kingdom living, one of the biggest things that you can get out of watching these teachings as a viewer or as you share it with your friends, they can get out of it, is kingdom living is really about helping you to get kingdom thinking going so that you are not buying into the fraud of the enemy. And in fact, you are seeing yourself as a saint, which is how God sees you, when you are delivered through the blood of Jesus Christ. And so, Glenn, as we're talking about this, you know, last on uh, the last uh, um, episode, which was titled Who I Am in Christ, we went through the um, who I am uh, kind of things, and you encouraged uh, those of us that are listening and participating to not only read the ones that, for example, that, uh, that you've cataloged in the back of the fraud book, but you actually said, I encourage you to take that list and add your own who I am. And so what we did is we offered up a free tool that will help you in this called who I am in Christ. And it's, it's got uh, a, a series of affirmations that we've covered in the, in the program today, but then space for you to start writing in your own. Glenn, I, thought, I think I heard you say that early on you did the same thing. You would hear something and you would make a note on your phone so that you would be able to add it to your list because so often, the enemy is coming and, and, and with all the lies and accusations and, and you're not this and you're not that, but it is a complete falsehood when you frame it up against what God states who we are as saints of God, Glenn. And I'm hoping as we get to this point, um, first of all, as a viewer, I hope you'll share this message with those people that you know, love, and care about. Uh, all of these messages are archived. You can go back and watch well over a year's worth of kingdom living. You can go back and look at years and years worth of the REPL Minute. You can also find a link where you can get your own copy of Fraud, what God had to say about the tactics of the enemy. But Glenn, as before we close up for today, I think it's so important that you seal this word for today with a prayer so that we'll help all of us see ourselves as saints in the way that God sees us. God be the glory. Father, we just come before you that uh, oh, uh, you see us as saints. You've redeemed us to be saints. You redeemed us to be holy and righteous, made in your image and likeness. And Father, we receive, we receive all you have for us. You've cleansed us. You've washed us. You've washed us clean. All sins have been forgiven. All iniquities. You've healed us from all sickness and disease. Father, we are just so thankful. We're just so thankful what you've done through your son, Jesus Christ. We can enter into your presence boldly. Father, just thank you for loving us, accepting us, and thank you for your word that you've put in our hearts. And Father, just bring healing, bring healing to those that are hurting, that are in pain, that are suffering, that your word just would cover them with the, with, with the peace and love and the joy. And Father, we, we just thank you. We just praise you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Amen.
And so uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you for praying, Glenn. And thank you, viewer, for joining us for today's edition of Kingdom Living. Please share these messages. Everything is available at therepleminute.com. It's a great resource. It's available. Everything is free of charge for you. Um, make sure you like and share the messages on the Facebook page, The Repl Minute, as well as on our YouTube channel. It's easy to subscribe. You're just one click away from subscribing to uh, The Repl Minute on the YouTube. So until next time, uh, we sure look forward to welcoming you back to Kingdom Living. God bless you. God bless you.